What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wine Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Mike's back. Don't worry, I'm back. Yay! Still alive. Still a man. He, and we, he has a cake, a happy vasectomy cake in front of him, because apparently that's a thing now. Is Tori, a happy did you get that? vasectomy cake. You're the best, T. <laughs> How do your balls feel, babe? Happy vasectomy. Um, you know, a little tender. A little, a little tender, tender still. still. Yep. But uh, doing good. I'm we- physically wearing a jock strap right now. So, true story. We I just put down Jolie for bed, and I walk past our room, and I see him in <laughs> no joke a jock strap, which just looks like a male thong. And right. I was just like, "What are but it you?" Doesn't t- go up your butt. It goes around your butt. I know, but it's still. Like, right. so now you're like butt cheeks are all, but I was like, what are you wearing? And he's like, it's a jock strap, it's a jock babe. Strap. And I was like, <laughs> keeps your boys nice and tight. Got to keep them. You so know. are you going to continue to wear a jock strap? <laughs> well, I was texting some of my buddies. I was like, Hey, this is kind of nice. <laughs> like everything stays out of the way, up and out of the way, high and tight. And just, you know, then you just go about your business. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that must be weird to have like saggy stuff down there. Yeah. And, like when you're walking and stuff. Yeah, Exactly. A little empathy for the guy. You don't understand what we deal with with bat wings. What's that? Mike doesn't get them now that he's wearing a jock strap. What's ba- oh, does it like the ball stick to your, the side of your... Sticks to the thighs, and oh. I, I hate it. That's why well, I wear fairly tight briefs because yeah. of that. It drives me nuts, yep. and I well, still deal with it. Don't you use baby powder? Because I always see Mike like pour like a, a dozen... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gallon of gold bond down there. Yeah. <laughs> 
More of a Johnson & Johnson's uh, kind of guy. Oh, I need a female in here because it's just real male right now with all That's these right. balls. <laughs> After that ladies episode last week, you talk about all those dreamy guys and potential hot nannies for women. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to the podcast. I didn't get through all of it yet, but I was listening to the part when Amy was talking about what if Ryan Reynolds was, you know, your trainer or nanny or whatever, and Jana's just like, I, 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 I. I was like, yeah, honey. Hide it a little bit more. No, I just couldn't, you know, come up with the words to properly say. Right. It's okay. I would have said the same thing if someone said one of those two guys was my trainer or nanny. I'd be like, I, I, I. So we'd have the same reaction. Oh, man. Speaking of all that stuff, though, I'm just going to wrap that part up. Michael was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm in like a war right now with hot nannies all over the world. The hot nannies unite. Even our nanny in Nashville was like, is this something I need to be worried about? And then one of my other, um, Brit Brit, she's like, was I ugly? And I was like, oh my God. Oh. No, yeah. I was like, Brittany, no. I was like, and I've literally had to text all our past nannies and be like, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. I think you're beautiful. So, I mean, it really backfired. I mean, a lot of times on the show, I like that's to, funny to I like to start conversations and that's an interesting conversation. And, but also because, you know, what works for me might not work for everyone else, but apparently I was a very, I was offending a lot of the hot nannies saying, you know, I'm women in the workplace and they're getting, it's just, it was just the whole, I was just very, you know. And when you were bringing that to me and, and let me know when you're t- t- texting so, uh, intent, you know. Intently. I was you having were, like a DM war, and I'm not going to name her because I think she just wants the attention. Yeah, yeah, no, don't so, give that satisfaction. Yeah. The thing is, when you're telling me about it, I'm like, it's just being professional. That's all it is. You wouldn't show up to any other job interview or post a picture for your resume, which you know some resumes nowadays people might put up like a picture. You don't. You wouldn't post a picture with your stuff hanging out. But here's where she says, but. So because I have big boobs, like that's just how you're discriminating women. I was like, no, no. I'm actually not discriminating. Like you need to dress for the part. If a guy wore a, hey, if he had a shirt off and he came to an interview. Right. Unprofessional. Or, or if he was, you know, I, I mean, not even a shirt off. Cause like you, your boobs can show, but if you're wearing a lace, literally nothing else, a barely tank top. I'm like, I just think you need to dress for the part. It's not about saying, I don't yeah, think boobs and women's rights and everything else. I don't know. Mark, what do you think? I agree completely. Professional is the answer. You don't need to be in an apron and no, a hairnet. But you, just a, a yeah. professional look is what we're looking for. That's all it is. Because otherwise, you might have ulterior motives. Right. But, so, but she was like, just because I have big boobs doesn't mean that I want to blah, blah, blah. And like, if my boobs might be flapping around because I wear... I'm like, that's fine. I'm just saying like the first interview and meeting, I just think that you should dress more appropriately. Right. Not... Uh, but then Regardless again, of whether you have big boobs the, or not, there's still a way to dress professionally mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter yeah but I, what if i mean then you have to have a talk with her let's say she dresses professionally uh-huh. and you hire her mm-hmm. and then she shows up for work and after a couple of weeks she gets more comfortable and she starts showing up in a crop top and jean shorts and all of a sudden oh, now we have to have a talk yeah yeah but i mean one of our nannies like she had her boobs out a lot and again it's fine like i was fine with Who? it ow I love Mike <laughs> pretending he doesn't know who you're talking about. I, I, well I, done. Actually, I actually well. did. <laughs> Who's the actor in this family? Thank you very much. <laughs> but I don't care because she loved her kids. You know, at the end of the day, it's not about, and she was beautiful. Like, it's, I just was more trying to have a conversation about it. And it's not that I don't trust my husband. And it's not that I'm not for women's rights and letting boobs hang out. It's fine. But whatever. I can still have my opinion and still spark a conversation. But really, like, the hot nannies USA um, is real have an issue. Right. And to the point where I was fearful that we we're going to lose the nanny we just hired in Nashville. 
because I didn't want her to think that we thought she was ugly or because that's not the case. She's she's beautiful. She's right for our family and she's going to love our kids. And that's what matters at the end of the day, because here's what I was saying, too, is at the end of the day, if my husband or if I'm going to cheat, we're going to cheat no matter what someone looks like. End of the day, no matter what they're wearing, no matter how they dress, no matter what they look like, if you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. It's just removing, like we've said numerous times on here, like Mark said, you know, putting the meat in the, in the cage, but it's just remo- but removing still. scenarios. That's why it's like the whole concept of, you can never say never, really. Because under the right circumstance, who knows what people might do. Yeah. Right. You're saying, you know I mean? like, like the analogy we use is don't put meat in the lion's cage. But the right. truth is, if you're married to a lion, he's going to find meat somewhere. That's exactly. what you're saying. That's yeah, what that's I'm true. saying. Yeah. You're just going to find it. I mean, you know, I look back on, not to bring it up, but like some like, they weren't pretty because it wasn't about them being pretty. It was about him meeting his needs. Right. You know well, what I'm that's, saying? Well, that's, that's, that's another issue. Yeah. So when somebody cheats... <sighs> Do you factor in whether or not they're better looking than you? And oh, 100%. Make I looked at Major- every single one of the women mm. that he was with, and mm. I was like... Honestly, majority of the time, from my personal experience and just experience in general, men cheat down. I have actually heard that as well. They cheat down. Which, which is an interesting which, which phenomenon. Which was so crazy to me, because I'm like, yeah. wait, I'm which for the, for the, I don't for, understand. For the partner, for the woman, I can understand why that would be even more, because then I could see in a, in a woman's head if... They try to justify somehow. Well, she is really pretty. You know, I, I could see the temptation. But when you cheat down, it's like, wh- what is it? Would it have but been- that's what it's about. That's what I'm saying to the core is it's not about what someone looks like. If you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. Right. Why say? is that? Why do men cheat down? Because they don't. Are those the women that are, are available at, any, at the moment the need arises? Oh, are we going to get backlash on this? Are any of this fair is going to be like, oh, so you didn't think I was pretty? Like, Jesus. <laughs> that's looking oh for God. the show next week. Uh, would it have, here's a stupid question. Would Nothing it have been stupid. any easier if they were supermodels? Like, holy crap, would you have said, well, I can't say I blame him? Um, It all sucks. Of course. That, it wouldn't have made much I difference. I could see that, but also could even hurt self-esteem that much more. Right. I will say, oh yeah, well, no, but it doesn't matter because for me, a lot of the women had like larger boobs. So my insecurity, so now I, for probably a good year and a half after everything, mm. I would make sure my boobs were up and more because I thought that's mm. like what he wanted because that's what I saw. But which isn't again, at all it's, what I actually want. I, I know, but you know what I mean? It was the, what was like sexy in that moment, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where us women go is we then start to compare and want to kind of morph into what they had. And it's so wrong because it's not about what they look like, how big their boobs are, anything like that. It's just filling a need for them. So anyways, we got a little off topic. But <laughs> no, I mean, that's a good topic though. <gasps> is it? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, is it really? It's not a good topic, <laughs> but it's a, you know, conversational Topic. Only 25% of men who have cheated say their mistresses were better looking than their wives. Wow. For women, they say that their husbands are often better looking, but their uh, mistresses are usually in better shape. Oh, 100%. (laughs) That does not surprise me. Man, I need to start working out more. No, honey. Because, again, you know that's not for me, and he knows this too. For me, it would be an emotional affair. That's where I would go if, if we ever, you know, God willing, that doesn't ever happen. But... 
God, I for, think, God forbid. God forbid that's the thing. God willing that, <laughs> that ever happened. True. No, I meant to say God forbid. Because that's where I that's where I can fall into. That's where I have to set healthy boundaries. Right. I have found that my wife and I have been together twenty two years. If I cheated, and, we've, and she's been clear about this from the beginning, if I cheat, it's over. Really? It's done. Goodbye. But I feel like if she cheats on me, <laughs> I feel like we could make it work because I feel like if she cheats, it means she's really not getting something she needs from me. I am not meeting a long list of needs for her to go elsewhere because mm. she is not the type to just be like, to just jump on somebody else. Where men are, are jumpers sometimes. Yeah. You know, men yeah. will just give Impul- in to the impulse. Yeah. yeah. Where women, it's more of a deep emotional thing. Yes. And maybe that's sexist. And I'm sorry if it's stereotypical. No, it's not. But it's I do true. feel like if she were to cheat, it's, if I cheat, it's my fault. If she cheats, it's my fault. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> Glad we're clear about that. <laughs> uh, we are joined now by Uh-oh. Katie Provenziano, the managing director of Westside Nannies. Oh, God. Are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. Really? Yeah, Katie is her name. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't know we had a guest. <laughs> I think this is kind of last minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Katie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I hear you're talking about hot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been... It turned I was into trying a big... to wrap it up, but I guess we'll circle We're diving back, back in. I... So you own a nanny agency? I do. I own Westside Nannies. We're based in Los Angeles. So we work with families uh, primarily here in the Los Angeles area, but also across the country if needed. So I guess one of the main backlashes I had was I was talking about, because we were trying to find a nanny and we used um, one of the website nanny mm-hmm. uh, outlets. And I had made a comment about how they had like the perky boobs up and, you know, that the wives are hiring. And I got major backlash because people are like, well, women are like, you know, I have boobs and I should be able to show my boobs. And what my husband and I are saying is we just think that for an interview, you should be a little bit more professional. professional. Well, I would agree with you. Um, And we Mm -hmm. see those pictures too. You'd be amazed at what Danny sent in when they're applying for a job. Um, But I think for us, it's not about whether someone has boobs or not. I mean, we all do, right? Right. Um, It's about good judgment and self-awareness and professionalism and how you're presenting yourself for a job. And I think those things are two very different things. So it's not that, oh, this nanny is hot, you know, that's a turnoff. It's that, well, if she chose to use the photo of herself to apply for a professional job, any job, whether it be a nanny job or, or another, that shows a lack of good judgment. And, and good judgment is really important when you're hiring a nanny. I agree. Have you ever had... Any wives, like, say, you know, what what's around that? Like, what if they are dressed inappropriately? Like, do you talk to them, or how does that work? Well, we get requests, you know, every every single day from moms. And you'd be surprised. The requests go both ways. I mean, for every request that we have uh, from a mom that tells us, you know, I, I don't want someone too pretty, uh, we also get the request the other way around where a parent will say, hey, we need someone who can fit in at the country club or go to a star-studded event and, and not be an outsider or, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want a nanny who's overweight or we don't want this or that. Uh, we even had a mom recently tell us that, you know, my three-year-old seems to be more attracted to blonde, so we'd like a blonde nanny. I mean, it, we hear it all. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but our response to that, of course, is, you know, those things shouldn't matter. Um, first of all, they're protected characteristics. You actually can't discriminate based on what someone looks like or the color of their skin or any of those things. But it really comes down to, is someone a great nanny? 
And that comes down to experience, references, education, someone's personality, and why they really want to work in this field. So I have a question, Katie. And this, you know, <clears throat> again, I'm trying to, I feel like maybe this this field, like nannying, is a little bit more personal because of the interaction and the relationship. We're taking care of our children. Right. So it's yeah. a little bit more personal, personal and connected. Um, but still, like it, for any job out there, you know, you got to dress the part. You got to be, be professional and the employer can hire whoever they want. And they might have their, you know, kind of mindset on the kind of person they want down to the fact of maybe how they look or how they present themselves and so on. So when it comes to something like nannying, I mean, I feel like people still have the right to, I guess, ask those questions and make those re requests, right? They can ask them, but right. they may not be right. And a lot of times they're they're going after the wrong thing. And what we try to do is really reframe that um, mm -hmm. to be something that's positive. Well, we're not going to discriminate based upon um, those factors, but we do really want to understand what the family is hoping for. Um, what are the qualities that they're looking for and what is leading to that request? Um, but I think you brought up a good point that I really want to touch on where you said this is a really personal job. It's, you know, it's different than your everyday job. And I would agree with you um, to an extent. I think that's where a lot of problems happen is because parents do feel like, oh, this is my home, you know, this is so personal, it is a personal job. And so boundaries can sometimes fall to the wayside. And that's not just on the nannies, and that's also on the parents' end. And what I think parents don't totally realize or comprehend, which is something we try to educate our clients about, is the moment you hire a nanny, you become a workplace. Right. So you, it may be your home, but it's her workplace. And so you have to have boundaries, too. So that means, you know, you guys can't be walking around in your underwear as if it were your own home. Like, you were someone's workplace. So you kind of have to have some boundaries um, for your own home, too. And then you can absolutely have her have boundaries as well. So, for example, there is appropriate dress code at work. Like, your nanny should not be wandering around in hot pants or bikini. That's not appropriate for the workplace. Mm -hmm. And so... The nanny you hire, they are role models for your children, so you can have boundaries, and you should. Um, just like a nanny shouldn't really be talking about her date last night or her night clubbing on Friday, you also shouldn't be talking about the fight you just had with your spouse or, you know, any kind of those personal things. It does need to remain professional and really about the kids. I have a question. That's a very good point, by the way. I love all of that. When it comes to healthy eating habits, what if – I'm not saying – you know, we don't know what, um, we, we just hired a new nanny in Nashville, but we've had a previous nanny where just eating habits weren't that good. And I, I've seen it maybe, how does that, how do I say that? Um, reflect now on our daughter, what she might think a snack is. Mm -hmm. And how do we, how do we say without hurting the nanny's fault and being like, Hey, you know, this is what we need to feed our child in the house. And you know, we're not going to go to donut shops and that's just, Right. And, and, and in particular, what Jana's trying to beat around the bush is say the nanny is a little bit more overweight, which there's no discrimination here, but maybe their eating habits aren't very healthy. But we want to make sure that our kids are experiencing the eating habits that we want for them and that Jana and I practice. Sure. I think it just comes back to your the job that you are hiring someone for. Um, and really, whether or not a nanny is overweight or not doesn't mean she can't um, teach your children about nutrition mm -hmm. and cook healthy meals for them. And so it's less about 
her own eating habits and more about what you need in your role. And so I think when you're interviewing nannies, and it sounds like you hired someone, but if you were interviewing with us, we would say talk to everyone about that in the interview. Talk about how nutrition is important to your family and talk, then talk about what that looks like. You know, if you get this job, you know, these are the things we'd like you to cook. I'd like you to be able to cook organic, healthy meals that are well-rounded. And I'm hoping that when you're working here, you can partake in the meals that you cook as well. But we just want to show them and demonstrate healthy eating habits to the kids, which I'm a mom too. That's super important um, and, and definitely a point that I talked about with my own nanny. So I think just, again, reframing it. It's not about them. They're not causing any one thing or the other. It's what are they going to do in their role and what do you expect on the job? And your nanny should be able to, to fulfill those or she's not the right one. Absolutely. I love that. And one more question before we wrap up, Katie. Jana and I, we've had a few nannies in the past and we had a tendency where we would hire somebody we kind of had a prior relationship with that started as more of a friend. So definitely we had an issue with the kind of the boundaries in that, like you talked about, like our house being a workplace and we've tried to, you know, we have a new nanny in Los Angeles. We just hired a new one for Nashville when we moved back there. And we really made a point to touch on the things that you're talking about and be, you know, on the front end, kind of discuss the things that we've learned that we need or want them, you know, for our kids to be exposed to and so on. What kind of advice though? Cause Jan and I are very, personable, very affectionate people who we want people, whether they work for us or not, we want them to feel comfortable. We want them to feel kind of like part of the family and, and talk to us about life in general. Cause we just love talking and hearing about their life and we want, you know, them to, to, to be willing to share and, and everything like that. So what advice would you give, you know, people like Jan and I who have a hard time ourselves kind of sticking to those boundaries of employer, employee, employer relationship? I think it can be hard. I think it's something that, like, everyone struggles with, to be honest. And it is a fine line that you need to figure out exactly where it is for you. But I do think that, you know, the way to start off a new relationship, um, and I would encourage you to just for the nanny that you just hired, is to have what we call it a work agreement, but it's a contract. And that's where you really spell out kind of this is what we expect of you, and this is what we're going to give you in return. And, you know, you need to be paying your nanny legally. You need to make sure that she has... Um, you know, that she's treated like a professional as well. Um, and then I think you will get that back. But really putting out your expectations and then maintaining that. I think sometimes feel like, oh, she's just part of the family. And yes, that's true. But I think, again, those boundaries can go out the window. Oh, she's just part of the family. Well, she wouldn't mind working on her day off or she wouldn't mind doing this mm-hmm. or that. And everything gets a little fuzzy. And I think that you do as much as you want someone to feel part of the family. You can feel that way. Think back to a great job you had where you really had an affinity towards your employer and where it felt like a great fit, but you still knew it was a job and it's still professional. And I think that goes both ways. And so if families will set up a contract in the beginning, paint out the expectations, pay their nanny legally and professionally, you know, give her vacation, make it feel more like a job for her. I think that goes a long way in making sure that that behavior is also modeled back. And you just can't talk about everything that you would naturally. Some things need to be reserved for, you know, the bedroom when you have an employee working in your home because you just, you just can't talk about everything as you would if no one was there. Yeah. Boom. Well, thank you so much. And what's the name of your agency again in LA? Well, Westside Nannies. Westside so Nannies. Okay. In LA or even in Nashville, you let us know. We'd be happy to help. Awesome. awesome. Thank Thanks, you so Katie. much. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. That was really good advice. It was. You're scared at first to have 
just Gus more nanny stuff. I was just because I'm so terrified that our new nanny's going to listen to this and I don't want her to quit because I really like, I quit before she starts because I really like her. It's not about beauty though. It's about, it's about like you could have a lovely nanny, but there are certain women that might be more, I don't know, putting it out there. Like we said before, it's not saying that you can only hire butt ugly nannies. That's nonsense. Right. Someone's, I mean, regardless, someone's going to take this the wrong way. (laughs) I'm sure. There's no saving I did realize that no matter what I say, someone's going to be offended by something that I say. Always. You're a public figure. But it's frustrating because, and then. Everyone's like, why are you, why do you comment on the negative? Because I really don't want to offend people. That's not. No, but you don't have a problem stirring up (laughs) which I love. Because not a lot of people, you know, so many people are too politically correct. Yeah. And don't call it like they see it. Well, I don't know. I just, I don't like to ever offend anyone. So that's that's their own issue for taking offense. So before we talk on to the next, before we go to the next uh, subject, uh, we're going to take a quick break. OpenFit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. So it's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room. There are so many amazing trainers and classes. OpenFit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Sculpt your body with someone like Andrea Rogers, who's the founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. So it's super simple. Forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your schedule. So OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with our code Jana, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. No matter how many seconds in the day that you have, you can find OpenFit. Again, use our code Jana and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text JANA to 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts, nutrition information, totally free. So again, just text JANA to 303030. So I feel like we are in the movie um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, where... (laughs) Uh, Kate Hudson's character says, I want to talk about something meaningful. <laughs> Sometimes when we get these breakdowns about some of the topics for the show, f- for some of the shows, Mike's like, I want to talk about politics. And well, well, it's just funny because you get some of these things, some of the hot topics in, in society at the moment, and some of it just seems so petty. And you're just like, really, this is what we're talking about? And having a platform like this, you know, I made the joke to Janet, you realize you do want to talk about things that are meaningful and we want that for our listeners because they can go read about like, we're about to talk about Danny Amendola and Olivia Coppo for a minute, that whole situation. So people, there's a million other places people can go. They can read any tabloid magazine. They can go online and see any article. Don't come here to, we don't want them to come here to listen to that. We're going to give our two cents in a minute. Well, we're going to talk about it right now. So regardless, <laughs> we're going to talk about it right now. Because just in case, if you do want the hot topics. So I don't really know. Apparently they broke up. He wrote this long Instagram. You still have a cough, by the way. Allergies. Okay. Um, this long Instagram about her. Would you like to preface some of this, babe? I mean, look, from my point of view, people who have followed this know what he said on on Instagram, and then the fact that he well, he basically said miscommunication, my ass. He he. He said what he said. He was either drunk or just angry and typed away. And here's the deal. I don't understand. They've been on and off for a couple of years or whatever it is. I don't know their whole history. But 
Olivia Colpo has clearly been a climber. She's Ooh, dated. You're going there. I am. I mean, look at her dating history. She's dated Tim Tebow. She's dated Ryan Lochte. She dated Nick Jonas. She dated Danny. She dated, now she's talking to, you know, Zed. And who else? I mean, the list goes on and on. So are you saying she's famous for dating um, celebrities? What else has like she that's done? that's her thing. I will say, just to defend that point, in his thing, Danny said that she got upset that she, he wouldn't post a lot about her. So clearly she wanted to be yeah. in so the she, public eye <laughs> exactly. with him to be like, oh, I'm, you know, with this football player. Right. Which then makes sense to your point. But who knows? Because we don't have her side of the story. But I can see why you think that she's a social climber. I mean, her. how can she just, she just happened to date all these famous people? Well, you run in those circles. Right. And yes, I understand that. When you're in those circles, the people they introduce you to is probably someone of celebrity as well. But I mean, what? What? It's he the ex- fact that he, he said, you know, she's she was always upset for me for not posting about her on the page. Which, you know, whether wait, he's more private, that's fine. But clearly, she de- she doesn't want the privacy. She wants to be more out there in the celebrity. But I life. will say, any relationship, whether it's a public one like this or even a private one of people who aren't celebrities, there's some people that you know are like, hey, why aren't you posting about me? Mm-hmm. Why why aren't you posting any picture on Facebook or social media? So regardless of celebrity or not, I've experienced and seen people like that where they want to be, you know, part of your life more and, and post more and all that. Yeah, some people are more private, but let's spin it because some people don't post because they probably want to look available. Oh, for sure. So I know there's some people that have, they're like, oh, well, he's a he's an artist and he doesn't need to post a photo of me. And it's like, uh... Guy artists don't need to have that persona. That's so out the window, it's not even funny. Yeah. He's not just posting you because of that. No one... He wants to look available for not the right reasons. If anything, I no record label or or TV show is not going to hire a guy because he has a girlfriend or a wife. If anything, I feel like nowadays, people are becoming more marketable because of a relationship they have. Yeah. Uh, Except for maybe some of these reality stars who can find themselves in the public more frequently if they're dating somebody new, like if they're serial daters, i.e. Olivia Culpo. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just like, like who cares? Honestly, I who will cares? say it's harder for women though. I mean, they, there's so many times where I felt like I had to look available because, you know, someone might not hire you, which is so screwed up and I'm glad it's changing, but I can see for the girl how it can be hard. But for the guys, I'm like, guys have it like so easy. Why? Because it's fine if you have a girlfriend or a wife. I mean, look at all the country artists and celebrities. They don't need to have that magnet. You're still a, you're still a mag you're still like a magnet even if you have a relationship. But so you're saying a girl, a female artist, isn't as marketable? For sure. I had to hide in the very beginning. I had to hide that I didn't have a boyfriend because I was supposed to look more available. That was something that was verbally told to me by my first manager. What I don't understand about that is... But a guy could have a a relationship. What I don't understand is country fans... I mean, I would love to know the ratio of female to male. Primarily female. Yeah. Right. So why why would it matter? It's just the old skew thinking. Right. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, that's dumb. Anyway, this whole this whole situation, I don't want to spend any more time on it. Yep. It's 
Let's take a break. Yeah. All right. So I honestly loathe um, perfume shopping. I don't know. I just feel like it's super overwhelming and I don't want to commit to a $200 bottle. And I feel like anytime I've gotten you something, I've missed. Well, (laughs) no, I like the one thing you got me, but I don't know. With Sunbird, it's super easy because you can basically, okay, I'll say this. There's more than 450 designer brands for you to choose a perfume or cologne from each month. So basically you can do Tom Ford, Gucci, Versace, and it's good for a month. So you don't have to commit to the big bottle. That's the thing. Like, Mike, I liked what you got me, but I just feel like <laughs> I don't know if I want to commit to like the juicy smell, like the entire like, right. but because, you know, five well, years. Because of Scentbird, we can just choose the perfume that you want to try and they'll send it, send a 30 day supply. That has 120 sprays in it. Yeah, it's so great. So, I mean, that's basically like a month for me. Um, It's enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. So, with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. So, you go to scentbird.com slash Jana and use our code Jana for 50% off your first month. Again, that's scentbird. S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash Jana. For you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. Interesting topic. Did you know, actually, that the benefits of your husband's gas <laughs> can help you live longer? So the study found that the stinky um, byproduct most wives hate could actually reduce the risk of cancer, heart attacks, strokes, arthritis, and dementia. <laughs> According to other research, marriage is an important factor affecting the survival of heart attack patients, too, which means even if you are already suffered... Um, health issues, his finest farts could actually keep you alive, kicking and sharp. I mean, (laughs) that is the silliest thing I've ever read. (laughs) We're just reaching, man. Society (laughs) society is just reaching to find anything. Yeah, to... to (laughs) Your farts will give me a longer life, babe. Yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to start saying you're welcome. Instead of excuse me, I'm going to say, honey, you're welcome every time, every time <laughs> every, every, I fart. Every time you fart. Now, you're welcome. Here's a longer life. <laughs> Let me print out the article that proves I'm saving your life right here. We have a lot of emails today. Oh, uh, will you read some, Mark? I'd love to. Victoria has a question about your tattoos, Mike. Okay. She says, I love listening to your podcast and following Jenna on social media. And through Jenna's videos on Instagram, I have seen the slow progression of Mike's tattoos. Is there a story or a reason in Mike's decision to pick some of the tattoos he did? Is there a significance in getting them in this time of Mike's self-reflection? Thank you all so much for all you guys do and talk about. Nope, I just like them. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm just kidding. No, Victoria. um, Yeah, there is significance to everything. Um, It's a a sleeve in in progress, a process. Mm Um, it's going to be a full sleeve and everything I have is meaningful. Um, you know, and then people have seen, I have both kids handprints on my forearm mm-hmm. with clocks in the time that they were born. Oh, nice. Um, which the tattoo artist screwed it up. Oh so. no. He put the wrong time. <laughs> he put the wrong time. Oh, geez. He put, he put, so. cause he kind of did the clock like sideways and he put 406 as opposed to 401. Yeah. Oh, she's only off by a few minutes. It's only five minutes. Could have been worse. Yeah, what but do, still, it's not the actual date or the time that our daughter was born. Yeah, that's why I, I go to a new artist now. <laughs> so. And then he also has a face, but it's all about like everything means something. So the trees mean what? Trees are like forthrightness, honesty, um, you know, which is how I'm trying to live my life nowadays and everything. And then the roses is symbol for new beginnings. 
which as you guys know, Jan and I are having. And then I have Jan's beautiful face on my shoulder. But right now I look like a 60 year old man because it's not finished. So (laughs) (laughs) there's that. And then he's, you know, got kind of hairy arms. So I'll look at my my face and I'll be like, I have a hair growing out of my chin. I have to pull my hair chins anyways, but now I have to pull my hair chins off my face on your arm. Every time I take my shirt off, Jan is like, can you please next session work on my face? Yeah. And get that done because I want to look more pretty. Can we see now. that? Because I'm curious or is it not, you don't want to show it till it's done. I look like a 60 year old woman on his arm. This doesn't look that bad. It does, babe. No, All right, let's see. Here we go. It's coming off. The shirt is coming off. He's wearing a long sleeve okay, wait, I'm in sweatshirt. This so I can Instagram it, uh, story looks this. Looks like he has a I'll sleeveless place. t-shirt on under it. So it'll be, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I think it's lovely. Yeah. What? So they're going to add color to it or what are they going to no, add to No, no color, but he's got to shade it to make it look more vibrant and make it pop and just don't, so it doesn't look so aged. And what is she doing in that picture? Because it looks like her eyes are closed. I'm, I'm praying. She's in deep. <laughs> well, I thought maybe you were like singing into a microphone from the original picture <laughs> they took it from. No, that, I don't know why, but why they closed my eyes. Because I had, it was kind of a mix between this inspirational picture that I have uh, that's not Jana, and then of a tattoo, and then a picture of Jana. So we're kind of marrying the two together. Um, but his tattoo artist, he ended up changing because he didn't like the tattoo artist guy. So now we have a new mm-hmm. one, and that's yeah, more so, expensive. And <laughs> the new one has to finish the old one's work. Is yeah. that a weird conflict in the tattoo world? Yeah. It, oh, definitely. Um, I mean, when I went into this shop, which is a well-known shop in Los Angeles, I mean, the guys I talked to first were like, "Are you willing to get any of that lasered off?" And I looked into it, and that would have been like thirty five hundred dollars oh. to four grand, oh. and would take like two and a half years. So I'm like, ah, I'm good. Two and a half years. So I mean, because the work's not bad; it's just not as creative as I'd hoped on some things. Mm-hmm. And to give them a clean, you know, canvas, canvas. Um, but this guy's been great that I'm working with. And is it Bang Bang? I hear good things about Bang Bang. It's not Bang Bang. Okay. Um, but this guy's great that I'm working with and he's been willing to kind of take what I already have and make it better. Hey, do you want to read the email from Ashley? I do. Actually. I love this the is, title. This is interesting. Ashley says, I just recently ended my four year relationship and engagement with my partner because he is a sex and porn addict. It's been almost two months and I find myself doubting my decision a lot. He did tell me in the beginning that he was an addict and he was in counseling. At the time I was pretty naive to what a sex addict was and honestly never thought he would do anything to hurt me. But over the four years, he stepped out of our relationship twice, received inappropriate photos, had inappropriate conversations, and was consistently active watching porn. Through this time, he would be in and out of counseling and groups. The most recent boundary he crossed was messaging a girl he frequently sees at the gym and complimenting her inappropriately on her body. I was tired of putting myself back together. I called off our wedding, which, is only, which was only a few months away, and moved to another state. But lately, I find myself doubting my decision. How do you feel confident in knowing that's something you can do? That sucks. I think doubting yourself is is the worst thing. But I... If you can say that you've tried everything, then I think that's easier to not doubt yourself. So I knew that I would always doubt myself to be like, what do you, would, would Mike have changed? And... I would never have known that if I didn't try. Now, again, if Mike knows that if he steps out or, you know, it, we're done because there's so much I can personally take. 
physically, personally, like I, I, there's only so much like we, we can handle. And so if it continues to happen, even though I know that Michael is an addict and there's that possibility, he has to do his work of staying in recovery and staying in his boundaries and, and his work. So if it would happen, me leaving, I could rest knowing that I did everything I could possibly do. So you might be having that doubt because maybe somewhere inside you, you don't think that you maybe fought as hard as you should have. So maybe that's where the doubt is coming from. Cause I would have had that same doubt. <clears throat> if I divorced Mike, when I found out about everything, I would have had that doubt being like, I wonder if he could have changed. I wonder if we could have made it work. I think if it, he did the work. I think it's hard for people in general to think back on something and really be confident knowing that they gave it everything they have. I feel like it's easy for people to justify it. Well, maybe I, I, I could have done a little bit more. I don't, I disagree with you. Cause if you did something right now, I would uh, divorce you yeah. and then been like, I did everything. Right. And have I'm, zero. I'm, I'm not saying you don't, I'm, I'm just saying, I feel like some people mm -hmm. it's easy, especially at, in, in the aftermath, like after some time has passed, like you made the decision, you're lonely and you're contemplating Well, that's the thing life. too. I think she might be lonely. Right. And you're just kind of like, well, did I? Did I really do mm -hmm. everything? You know? And I, I mean, I, I know I do that in my life, whether mm -hmm. my football career or other things. I'm like, did I work as hard as I could? And then I try to remind myself, yeah, yeah I did. You know, but mm -hmm. it's still hard, especially with something that was so meaningful for you, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, no matter what it is. I mean, you know, she says that at the beginning of the relationship, he disclosed to her that he was an addict. Yeah. And that was four years ago. So, you know, the, the biggest reason we've been able to reconcile and continue to make this work is because you've seen change. Mm -hmm. We both have mm -hmm. in ourselves and in one another and in our relationship. So after four years, if she's not seeing that change and he's still doing things like that. He's clearly not doing the work. Right. Whether he's in groups or going to meetings, if he's still doing that, he's not really in recovery. So, I mean, I think that answers her question. Mm -hmm. you know yeah and hopefully you can rest in that knowing because if he's not doing the work and staying in active recovery then that's going to be impossible for you to continue on a healthy relationship together yeah so I mean, you can just be like all right like he he couldn't do the work and you tried yeah that's that's my two cents i agree clearly it was not a spur of the moment decision four years you were yeah going right this. Like right you did this not, for four years yeah and good on you for, for yeah for making that hard decision you know a few months before the wedding and you're, the point you brought up, I think, is the key point of this is is don't confuse doubts with loneliness. Because mm -hmm. if you move to another mm -hmm. state, you're spending a lot of time by yourself, yeah. I assume. And so you're missing him. Yeah. And that's normal. That doesn't mean that you made a mistake here. Exactly. And also, the second that you do find someone else, you're going to be like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. I never realized it could be like this. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Kristen's email is interesting as well. I've never heard this issue before. I can honestly state I'm really struggling in my marriage right now. My husband's sister has this weird obsession with him and she's constantly needing his help for anything and everything. She's extremely clingy to him and from the outside looking in, she acts like she's his wife. The last straw was when she went and had a boudoir photo shoot and sent him, her own brother, the Stop. pictures asking him what he thought. He agrees that wasn't right, but he won't tell her that she's too clingy and obsessive with him. I don't know where to go from here. I've tried to talk to him about it, but nothing ever comes of it. Please help. Oh, my goodness gracious. 
I want to know where they're from. Can you? <laughs> oh, jeez. Can can someone explain to me exactly a boudoir photo shoot? <laughs> Anyone? I think it's a lingerie shoot. Basically, yes, it's a lingerie shoot, but it's you typically done for your partner, right? It's done. Maybe you're engaged. Mm, okay. Maybe you're about to have a baby. Maybe uh, you want you're thinking of having a baby, so you want to kind of preserve things. Mm-hmm. It's something for your. I think it's usually a gift for your partner. Yeah. Got it. It's not, although Tanya was considering doing it just for herself. I know what I'm getting, Janet, for Mother's Day. <laughs> Boudoir translates to women's private dressing room oh. in Fran- en Francais. Oh. So what's the male version? No? Uh, locker room. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so she took lingerie photos of herself. I don't think they're uh, too revealing. I don't think they're typically nude photos. Right. No, they're just like real like stringy. Yeah. So she's in a lingerie and, and she sends it to her own brother. I says, what do you think? never. Oh my gosh. Like I love my brother. But I would never send him. I would throw up in my mouth. I mean, if Tara sent you lingerie I'll throw photos, up in my mouth. <laughs> not because she's not beautiful. No, but my that's sister's just disgusting. my sister's gorgeous, but I'm yeah. no, no, no. I can't even. I don't even know how to answer this because I I can't relate to it. I think that's no. She's right. It's wrong. Well, and he thinks it's wrong too, right? Yeah. So he needs to tell her stop, weirdo. But he's <laughs> not doing it. She keeps bringing it up, and nothing ever comes of it. <laughs> that's just weird. Well. I mean, do you think like maybe they have feelings for each other? Stop. I mean, this isn't Game of Thrones. Is that happening on Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, but oh, I'm our saying, sweet I mean, Jana. our sweet. Jana. I don't watch Game of Thrones, um, but I mean, you never know. I mean, there's if if I sent lingerie photos to my brother Steve, he would be like, "What the f is wrong with you? That's disgusting." Right. So, but because he's not saying anything, maybe he's got the hots for his sister. Should <laughs> Kristen go directly to the sister and have a talk with her, or does that just blow it all up? If he, if her husband can't, then I, th- I would. So maybe 100%. she says to her husband, "I need you to address this, and if you don't, and if not, I, will. I will." Yes, yes. I think that's great advice. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Or Come not. to Mike and Jana and Mark, Mike, Jana and Mark, and we'll give you, <laughs> and then Easton for any, uh, what's that called? What you just did? Translation tips. Oh my goodness, let's take a break. Hey there, did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. 
Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I gotta stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. Oh, I have a fun game we can play. Okay. So Mike and I like to do this thing. I don't know if it's actually a smart thing to do, but we've been able to kind of talk about our issues in a funny way. Again, don't listen to us. This might not work. This might, in a might not funny be. Way? Yeah, this might not be therapeutic. But sometimes what I'll say to him, if there's something bothering me, I'll say, "Tell me one thing that I'm doing that bothers you." Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so then I can then right. tell him the one thing that has been bothering me. Your so, face. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a good way to not be passive in, <laughs> you know. In, a, in conversation, but also learn something that maybe I might be doing that's annoying him. So let's play the game right now. Darling, is there anything that I'm doing that is bothering you lately? Uh, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> what you did yesterday. What did I do? Oh, yeah. So so Jana goes, 
we we had we brought this leather couch from our uh, garage into the house because we wanted to clean it and then like I'm we needed to like, refinish it and everything because we want to move back to Nashville. We want to where we are. We are <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so basically, we need some some you know stuff to refinish the couch and we get the wrong stuff. So Jana's like, "All right, well, do you mind researching so you can find like what you want to use?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll re- I'll research it. I'll research it." And then she's, as she says that, she's like, look on her phone. She's like, well, here's one. And she's like, oh, actually, you just research it. I'm like, yeah, I told you, I'll research it. Two minutes later, she's like, you know what? I'm just going to get this one. It says it's the best on Amazon. Like, I'm just going to get it. And I'm just like, okay. I'm like, what? What? Why did you tell me to research it? And I told you I'll take care of it when you're just going to do it right now. Like, wh- like, Because I, well, first of all, oh, I'm sorry that that bothered you. <laughs> And then her, now, let me, then let her text message as I'm leaving the house to run an errand with Jolie, Jana goes, all you had to say was thank you. <laughs> I'm just like. But all you had to do was say thank you. I can't tell you how many times I picked that. up my phone and put it back down on my way to and from the house. <laughs> I but I was I was trying to go by her own advice and take a, you know, take a breath and pause because everything I wanted to say was just childish and, you know. But I handled it. And I handled it in a timely fashion. And I knew I got the best thing. But then, so but all, all you could have said it was thank you. Here's the kicker, though, she said when I was walking out the door. She's like, well, well it's I, after you already gave me attitude for it. Because I was just like, why would you do that? She's Just like, say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, I would have done it faster and better than you anyway. Oh. As I'm walking out the door. And, okay. I, and I was just like, <laughs> okay. And just walked out. So he should thank you. For you taking away an assignment you gave to him in the first place. Okay. So, Mark, I understand Explain what you're this saying. Again, the man's timeline is very skewed. Okay? <laughs> so, in those two minutes, I was able to find the best product and order the best product. Now, that would have taken him two hours on the computer <laughs> searching. And mind you, it I'm wouldn't, sorry, it wouldn't have been that day. But it you would asked not have him to research day. it. Right, you didn't but then say, I Take changed my mind. Okay. Yeah. Because research implies a certain amount of effort and right. time. But then I realize sometimes with Michael, his timeline is very different than my timeline. And this is what Michael would have done too, mind you. The only reason he brought it inside was because on his checklist, it was like clean the leather chair. This would be Mike in about three weeks when our moving truck comes. It still wouldn't have been cleaned. And he'd have gone, you know, let's just sell it. Let's just get rid of it. <laughs> That's 100% what you do because you just don't prioritize properly. What? Okay, I'm sorry that cleaning this couch was on the top of our priority list of all the other things that we're doing right now. But a lot of times you'll just say, get rid of it. Like you were about to throw away a $400 dog bed because they you don't want to. all over it? But you didn't, you take it to the damn dry cleaners, Mike. Take it to the. You know, but it's, will that get taken to the... Oh, uh, out of spite, we had this conversation the other day. <laughs> I said, yep, I'm going to the laundromat. I'm going to sit there for two hours while everything washes and dries. But in his mind, he's like, just get rid of it. And in my mind, I'm like, no, we can fix it. We can wash it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but I apologize. I just feel like sometimes, Mark, and come on, you know that the wives can do things a little bit faster. Oh, 100%. Right. But so then stop asking me to do this stuff. Right. And don't guilt trip, <laughs> yeah. trip us when but you're like, I have to do everything. No, 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 no. But I just, ch- I was able, Mark. Yes. Dave, I Mark agree girl. with Mike on that. Guys, Dave. <laughs> I need a woman you in the studio right now. You had your right girls now. week last week. <laughs> this is guys, Dave. Well, no, I'm just, 
this isn't me beating up Michael or anything like that. This is just a woman can do things faster and on a better timeline and get it done sooner. So in that moment, I wasn't being like, oh, I need, I have one more thing I got to put on my plate. That was just something where, okay, I found something better and it's the best thing and it arrives tomorrow. I can't, just tell, say you, thank I you. can't tell you how much I'm hoping that it's completely wrong. What the leather thing? I'm hoping it's leather hum- honey I'm Amazon the number one best selling leather I'm cleaner. I'm hoping it's so wrong. <laughs> it's the thank you that bothers me. I, why? It's like Easton, play this out with me. Easton, <laughs> I need you to go get my car washed for me. It's really dirty. I just don't have time today. Can you do that for me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, you know what? Actually, I'll do it myself. You're welcome. <laughs> Right, right, right. You took it off my plate for me. Time, you're missing the point, Mark. It was something for him. How is that for me? (laughs) The leather cleaner. It was your job to do that. (laughs) You said you were going to clean the leather couch, so I was getting that for you. So that, so you did, you did the example wrong, Mark. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So would you like to retry that? (laughs) Mind you, let me just say this. The reason I'm still wearing a jock strap a week after my vasectomy (laughs) is because on Sunday. Four days after my surgery, I didn't ask you to do any of that. My very intensive surgery, I oh, it's talk about what happened. No, 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 this couch, which caused me to get (laughs) oh yeah, black and blue. That would hurt on my huevos. And Jolie kept going, "Is it heavy? Is it heavy, Daddy? (laughs) I'm I'm carrying this like giant love seat chair by myself on my back like a turtle in a shell, and Jolie's just underneath my feet looking up at me. Is it heavy? Heavy, Dad? (laughs) Heavy? Mind you, though, he's like, baby, I got to take a 30 minute nap, 30 minutes. And I said, babe, go lay down. You did so much today. And I didn't you didn't even have to do any of that. Like I was being so nice. Yeah, because I was I I was productive. So there's nothing she could say. Well, because I love I love productive Mike. (laughs) I love it. It makes me so happy. So he takes a nap and then you wake up. (laughs) Uh huh. And what do you see? I don't remember. Are you serious? The house. Oh. Yeah, I, I went to go take a nap. I couldn't really sleep because I heard furniture dragging and noises <laughs> clanking right outside our bedroom. I come out, our living room's completely rearranged. <laughs> I mean, couches and chairs on opposite sides of the room. Play place toys are all on the opposite sides. But how side. good does it look? Looks amazing. So I did that in 30 minutes. See? 30 minutes. But that's a great I one, though. I down for 45. That's a oh, great one. No. I mean, I just, that was, you know. The dragging just, the furniture out of the bedroom door when he's napping is fantastic. Oh, that you're taking a nap and rest great, up when he sounds yeah. good. Oh, I got to do some vacuuming. <laughs> the vacuum wasn't working. I tried. <laughs> yeah. So I get this game. You ask him if anything's bothering him about you, yeah. which enables you to not only give him allows a new one you. of your own, it allows you to ridicule his thing and show him why he's wrong. Uh, so what is your thing? What? But, but hold on a second. Well, I'm not saying say, it's wrong. I was going to say, what's your thing for him? Even though you kind of won that whole. I didn't c- win anything. You didn't win anything, but you kind of went on the offensive his, there. I d- you know, I did go offensive. I'm because, just a victim, guys. Oh, my God. Here come the comments. <laughs> Jen is so mean to Mike. No, we just play around a lot. But I just I think a lot of women <laughs> That's agree. her way of justifying it. No, I think a lot of women, that's just, again, their timelines are different than a man's timeline. And for us, it's just easier to do it ourselves. Okay, then don't complain if you do it. I didn't complain one I'm bit. just saying in general. I got to do everything. Well, because we kind of do. <laughs> well, so, you what, do that to yourself. What bothers you about Mike, or, or was that it? Um, I mean, that's one of the things. But um, I will say you leave, and see, mine's a lot smaller. You went real big issue, but I don't like the fact that you leave Jace's dirty diapers either in the, like you left his wet, very wet, dirty diaper this morning in his crib. 
Put in the trash. Okay, I forgot that one. No, but then you always left them in the pack and play. So annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because you've never left. I've cleaned See, up. Offense, you've why never, can't we just- <laughs> Because you do the same thing. You never leave diapers in there? Usually. Actually, I don't. You know what else bothers me? Oh, my God. This is this not how morning, the game. We're trying this, to show oh, our listeners how we have better conversation. <laughs> we are. We're having great conversation. Oh, jeez. So after. But usually, by the way, how that happens is I'll say like, hey, he's like, I don't like it when you put the steak knives in the dishwasher. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. I'll make sure to hand wash them. And then I'll say, I don't like how you leave your shoes right there. And, he'll, you, and he usually says, oh, I'm sorry, babe. I'll make I'll do better with that. That's usually how it goes. It doesn't go like this. We're showing a very terrible example of us both being very offensive. He got his ball rolling. We're going. <laughs> so after Jay seats, he should stay a little inclined. He shouldn't lay flat on his back. So 30 minutes, 30 minutes, okay, after I fed him this morning, I had to take a big old okay? So I needed to put him down. Right. You can put him down in his rocker that's inclined. Okay. All right. If that bothers you, then I'm I'll, just saying. I'll make sure that. Well, stop <laughs> burping him and having his spit up go all over the couch. <laughs> and we're getting rid of that carpet underneath. Anyway. See, we're getting rid of that. <laughs> you like act like you'd bring that into the new house? If I got it nicely cleaned, yes. Oh, I'd where would you put it? In the living room. Oh, but wait, she wouldn't because our designers didn't say that that rug should go in the house. So if they didn't say it should, then it doesn't belong there. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun episode. This is turned good. Wait, can someone say like poor Jana? In this one. <laughs> How? <laughs> in what way? <sighs> okay. Are either of you going to ask me what bothers me about the two of you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I would love to hear that. I, for doing this. But I have nothing that bothers me about you. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's sweet. He's I just like, have one little thing. <laughs> yeah, I would love it. We do a podcast for an hour a week. If we get through that hour without you guys eating, that would be really pleasant oh, for me. I really, really I appreciate know. it. I know. I was really hungry. <laughs> yeah. I know. Trust me, I know. I'm sorry. I I was. Well, Mark, you just. <laughs> I was so hungry. I get so hungry. That's can you okay. can you hear it on the mic? On like you can. can yeah, you it's a pet peeve of mine personally. Oh, I don't hey. know if it's the listeners notice it. They may not pick up on it at all because and you're we eating were... something that is um what yogurt like soft. Yes. soft yeah. Yes. So maybe they wouldn't notice, but it, it's something that bothers okay. me. Well, we, see, good, we appreciate that. We appreciate hey, that good. feedback. All right, absolutely, and we will respect that. <laughs> You guys are in here multiple hours a day as we're in here <laughs> in your home for one hour once a week. Respect the workplace. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we done now? I think that's going to wrap it up. All right, guys. That was a great show. <laughs> that was all over the place. Yep. Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort 
It's the style. It's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.